Anipei brought to you by Digikey and Adafruit. This week it is Renaissance. 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 <laughs> Renaissance is a maker of microcontrollers and boards. And this week's we're going to be covering the RA series of microcontrollers. Um, they were just featured on digikey.com. Um, and even though we've never used uh, Renaissance chips, um, these chips are all ARM Cortex. I think they're M33s, M4s, maybe a few M0s and M7s. Uh, so if you're using other chips that are in the ARM Cortex family, it should be fairly easy to retarget your designs. And they've got some good stuff. Uh, in particular, you know, because I, you know, the, I have to pick one product out of the entire group. Uh, the RAM, RA4M1 is what I'm looking at. And uh, I'm looking at it because it's, as I'll show later, it's... Um, used in the the new upcoming arduino uno r4 so we'll go into the details of all this data sheet there's just is a jam-packed uh cortex m4 chip um renaissance for people in the west who may not have used it because again it's not a huge brand um is a conglomerate it's not a conglomerate it's a merging of hitachi mitsubishi electric and nec um these are japanese silicon vendors and they kind of merged forces uh, in a video that we actually showed before, it's really cool. It's, yeah, you can check it out on their YouTube. It's got the samurai who who like cuts through complexity and uh, deploys good silicon. Um, and the reason I was interested in looking at this is first off, it popped up on the digikey.com/new uh, products listing. Um, even though it's not super new, it was kind of a featured product. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the same family of chips that's in the new Arduino Uno R4. And we signed up for the early access program and we're getting um, this chip. So we'll make sure that it works with all of our libraries. And you know, one of the things is that the Uno, the R4 is really changing directions from the previous versions of the Arduino Uno, which were based on 8-bit microcontrollers, such as the Atmega 8, 168, and 328. And those were 8-bit um, AVR chips with like 32K of RAM at the most, maybe 2K of, sorry, 32K of flash, 2K of RAM at the most. So why why move to um, this chip, the 32-bit uh, Cortex-M4 RA4M1? Uh, and um, we'll look at it, but it's got a lot of good peripherals. Um, and it, one of the big things is, of course, it is 5-volt uh, compliant, um, as well as has native USB. So it's got... It's a really nice step up from the Napin microcontroller. And you know, looking at this, it's got a lot of um, peripherals and capabilities that you would expect from both the best of the 8-bit world and uh, the best of the Cortex world. Um, so the biggest thing, of course, is that this chip is 5-volt compliant. And not I don't mean like some STM chips, you can run them at 3.3 volts, and then you can kind of pipe 5 volts into one of the I.O. pins as long as it's powered. Um, you really can drive this whole thing at 5.5 volts, which is you know at max five volts nominal and that's quite unusual because again um pretty much every arm cortex chip we've seen has been three volts uh there are a few um chips i think you know uh microchip makes a sam c21 and that one is five volt compatible but doesn't have native usb so this kind of has um the best of of both worlds it's got that five volt logic capability and high current it's got some high current pins as well um, but the ARM Cortex M4 power. Um, the peripherals are really great on this chip. Um, for example, the ADC converter, you know, it's pretty common to have an AC converter, but this one does 14-bit conversion. That's nice. Most top out at maybe 10 or 12. 
Um, it's also got a DAC, a 12-bit DAC, so that's kind of nice. Of course, there's DMA. Um, temperature sensor, sure. Comparator, sure. But there's also like op amps uh, built in. And there's four op amps that you can configure. Um, you know, and I think you can set gains and, and do inversions and um, set up stuff so your small signal analogs can be uh, then piped into the ADC. Um, for serial communication, that's your, your standard um, peripherals, I squared C, SPI, and UART. There's two of each, uh, which is cool. Um, so there's also SSIE, which I believe is just I2S. Uh, another thing that's really nice, it's got CAN. Not all Cortex chips have CAN, plus natively. You'll, you'll need a transceiver, but the CAN module is built in, so that's kind of cool if you're interested in using this with uh, CAN bus networks because those are 5-volt um, logic network, so you don't need like a transceiver with a separate boost converter because again, you can power everything here off of five volts. Another a couple interesting things that you know you don't normally see on Cortex chips is got a segment LCD controller. So like LCDs that you see on calculators, um, you can run those directly. Uh, you don't need a separate chip. Very handy if you're doing a product where you want LCD, even though a lot of times people use TFTs these days or OLEDs, there's still a lot of products that will use a segment LCD. And this makes sense. Uh, Renaissance makes a lot of chips that are used in white goods, and a lot of white goods have LCDs. Uh, capacitive touch sensing unit, also very common in white goods because you don't want to have buttons that can you know mechanically be damaged. Capacitive touch um, will work through glass or plastic and can work with wa uh, waterproof things that are in the home, kitchen, or bathroom. Um, and of course, it's got the uh, native USB 2.0 full speed, you know, so that's your 12 megabits per second. Um, you can power directly from the USB port. And then there is a separate 3.3 uh, volt LDO, but it's internal. Um, it's just needed for the logic level signaling shifting for the D plus and D minus lines. Um, there's a few versions. All of them are going to have 256K of flash, 32K of RAM. Um, oh, I forgot to note, but they also have a 2K of like separate flash. So it's basically like EEPROM, um, separate than the main flash memory size. So you don't have to worry about, oh, you know, I want to store some non-volatile memory, but I don't, I want to make sure it's kept separate from the main code. Um, they provide a separate code area. It does come in a couple different packages, depending on how many GPIOs you want, um, up to 100 pins. Right now, you know, I saw in DigiKey in stock, at least, they definitely had the 48 and 64 and 40 pin versions. Uh, QFN and uh, the LQFP as well. Um, another thing that you sent me that was kind of neat yeah. was um, Gadget Renaissance, which is a couple of years old. It's not it's not a new thing, um, but they made really cool like Sakura pink themed dev boards for all of yeah. their popular chipsets, and some were interesting. Like one of them was like the Citrus board um, with their kind of middle left. Is specifically for use with Ruby language. So I don't know if it has like an embedded Ruby interpreter or it compiles from Ruby to microcode. There's like a kind of a Flora Lilypad-esque round board. Um, the GR Mango uses one of their high-end chips and it's- you You're know, an investor in Arduino, Arduino now. I hope this is a new Arduino lineup. It'd be cool. <laughs> um, the, the Kurumi is a little bit like a, a Teensy or a Pro Micro, and then the Mango is Raspberry Pi-ish. And then, um, the lychee uh, and the peach are kind of Arduino-ish size. So the, yeah, the is actually Arduino. The IDE, level. they they you know they made some changes, so it's pink. Yeah, it's pink, and it's Arduino compatible. They you know they forked it and and tweaked it to make yeah. it uh, work with their boards. Could be that they actually need to change a couple things for their SDK. Um, 
another thing that's interesting is um it's, it's a different chip than the uno r4 by the way so this is an older yeah. project and it looks like it even had uh this chip has native ethernet which is why they uh stuck an rj45 on there as well as usb host this is a quite an advanced board um they also have a web compilation system which i thought was kind of neat um so i opened it up and it's like yeah you can compile from within um the web browser and i guess you download the bin file and you can drag it over like the bootloader and it's got like this kind of sakura themed to it and then the packaging also is from this artist um i couldn't find any photos of it online that i could use but the, the packaging for this board is also very beautiful uh, from a japanese artist and has like these japanese uh themes so um that's a separate project than this but i thought it would be interesting to you know if you were interested in the, the family of boards uh, you want to try their online compilation system um check it out with the sakura chipset can you go back one it uses the uh the rx 6n 633n and a lot, again a lot of this stuff doesn't really penetrate into the western market but it's always good to have competition and you know i was talking to a friend of mine who just came back from tokyo and um she said you know when you're in Japan, everything is just a little bit nicer. Um, <laughs> everything is just like five to ten percent better than it would be in the U.S. And so, um, you know, I think the documentation and usage and and I like that. You know, the board they could have gotten away with future, sorry, fewer peripherals on the RA four series, but they're like, oh yeah, also LCD, also CAN bus, also you know DMA, etc. Um, so, oh, go to sorry, go back one. Okay. Uh, so the um, it's called the full part name is the R7FA4M1 a series. Uh, there's a couple. So for example, this is the QFN. There's also the QFP, which is the highlight. Um, there's also a dev board for that RA4M1 series. If you do not want to wait for the um, Uno R4, I'm sure it'll come out soon. But if you're like, I just want something immediately tomorrow. Uh, they do have a dev kit for this chip, which comes with a Sega J-Link debugger with a separate USB. So you can like debug like a full, you know, GDB debugging system, um, as well as uh, the native USB. And it has like a couple of peripherals on there, like capacitive touch and potentiometer and push button. And also it's got um, the current sensing area. So you can like remove the jumper. Available on Jitsugi. That's right. It's in stock. I'm so excited that we can do INAPI and the parts are available. So um check out digikey you know as they're doing more with uh Renesas, and i think again it's good like even though i don't know many people who've used these chips um it's always good to have more competition i think you know we've we've had plenty of european and western companies um and american companies make chips based on the cortex standard uh why not check out what's going on in japan so i mean i on a bien. Hi, on a bien.